exactly how we all drew it up. The number four seed who needed a win on the final day of the regular season to get in is in the driver's seat and the host school is eliminated and won't even play on championship Saturday. But guess what? It is why we love sports. Anything can happen. Ryan Mitchell, pleased to be joined by Wyatt Morrell for night number two of Instant Reactions. Wyatt, as our guy loves to say, you're going to finish this sentence, all right? Well, every time you do this, it, I never have the right thing to say. So hopefully you'll it have works it here, out. Okay? You'll have it here, okay? And you got to change the ending a bit, but you know okay. what I'm talking about. Okay, okay, here it is. Anarchy? Nope. nope. Just college baseball. There you go. Nailed it. Division three college baseball. Yes. Uh, I mean, to be honest, I mean, you, not, not, necess- not necessarily <laughs> with the box scores, but at times. So... Yeah, what what a crazy day. I mean, uh, it kind of started similarly. I feel like we both expected Northwestern to beat Bethany. Maybe not as handily as they did, but we knew Borma was going to be tough to hit, and he was almost impossible to hit yet again. I mean, what he did this year, remarkable. Maybe we'll get into that a little bit when we talk about Northwestern as a whole. But then Superior, I you were on him. I mean, you said they're going to keep this train rolling along. I just... How bold is it to throw Flanagan in that spot? I mean, did you see that one coming? There's no way no. you did. I mean, that's incredible. No. They must have known something. There was something to do with a matchup there that they liked. Cause His he breaking pitch Well, and he had th- them off balance all game long. I was going to say, when I remember facing him the last few years, he does have some pretty good off speed. And we've talked about it on this pod, Ryan. What does Crown struggle with? They struggle with the off speed. So it does make sense. I just he wasn't even a part of their normal pitching rotation as of late, though, was he? He he's like their number four. Yeah. And I want to say earlier this year, I don't know if he got to start against Bethany or who it was. He went deep in some other game. I'd have to look back, but no, no one, no one saw this whatsoever. I mean, I was expecting Tappy. I'm sure others were as well. He was actually warming up late in the game. Never ended up coming in. But then even if it wasn't Tappy, Wyatt, their number three has been Riley Harbaugh. He was warming up yeah. last night to come in for Rodriguez should Coach Oaks decided to pull him. Two games, only two guys have thrown for the Jackets. Unbelievable. They're, yeah, no, they're they're in an un, unbelievable spot. I mean, hey, that's a bold move to do what they did, but it makes Coach Oaks look like a genius kind of now yes, that it worked yes. out in the position they're in. Now he went to a super senior who's got good off speed. They had a plan in place and it worked and they got it done. But not only that, they had the bats too. I mean, they crown went to Van Sice, but superior, they just continue to find ways to manufacture runs. I mean, it's incredible what they've been able to do the last couple of days and the position they're in crown does rebound. They win the nightcap here tonight, which was the most recent one that we got to see. They knock off the host, as you mentioned, Northwestern. So the Eagles are out. It's going to be crown superior once again, I don't feel like there's a ton to talk about as far as the Northwestern Bethany game goes. I mean, a couple guys, hats off to Bethany for for a season and some of those guys that are leaving, you know, with the careers that they've had. Tough draw. I mean, I said it during the instant reaction last night. It it just, it's almost not fair to Bethany to lose, go to the loser's bracket and have to face the best pitcher in the area. You know what I mean? So they just, they had a tough draw and they get ousted first. The Superior Crown game, though, let's start there and work our way forward. So with that game in particular, like I said, Crown goes to the next guy that we thought they were going to go to, Tyler Van Sice, and he gets hit around a little bit. Superior manufactures some runs, but again, the storyline in this game is Flanagan shutting down Crown 
and basically never making this thing that interesting. I mean, I, I didn't get a chance to watch a ton of this game, but even towards the end of the game, I mean, they got a couple runs later, whatever it was. You were there. You watched. I mean, it never really felt like Crown was going to pull a comeback or win this game. He had complete control is what it seemed like. He did, and I mean, that is storyline 1A of this game, Wyatt, but storyline 1B, not too far behind, walks, will, haunt. I mean, yeah. you growing yeah. up went to plenty of Twins games at Target Field just like I did when we see those scary ghosts up on the Jumbotron. I'm like, what's going on? Walks, yeah. will, haunt. What does that mean? As I'm eight-year-old sitting in the stands, what the heck are they talking about? Twelve walks from the Crown pitching staff. Van Sice had five of them in his four innings. Liam Jones, the sophomore, inserted into the fire. He had a tough time finding the plate, walked three guys in just an inning and a third, and then Crowley to finish it off three and two-thirds, walked four dudes. In all these big spots, with the bases juiced or two guys on, Wyatt, more often than not, it wasn't superior hitting a big gapper or finding a way to get a base knock when they needed it most. It was staying patient at the plate, saying, we're going to force you to throw strikes, even on three ones, Wyatt. They're literally taking the whole way. We're never hey, going to swing. Hey, Their approach I never was, changed. I was always a fan of that, and I got ripped on by some people. Not, I mean, you can't. It wasn't from the standpoint you have to take on three one, but a lot of times I would take three one. And people, you're always, a savant. You're a savant, though, at the plate. I mean, all time walks leader at Northwestern. You're I have different. a little you're bit. Hashtag, of a different, you're built different. Okay? I have a little bit of a different approach. Most <laughs> D three pitchers, though, if you take on three one, there's a decent chance they're coming back on three two and gonna throw a ball. And to be honest, most of the pitchers we faced, are, I wasn't scared of anyways. To the point where they're gonna strike me out on the Shots next pitch anyways. Wow. So okay, uh, I'm just saying. So. Yeah, I don't mind that approach at all, and obviously it paid off today. I mean, they walked 12 times, like you said. Great approach at the plate, and these guys just continue. It's all the way up and down the lineup, too, though, right? I mean, they're getting production towards the bottom of the lineup. There's guys up there in the middle and at the top that continue to deliver. There's not one or two guys that you look at the superior lineup and say, they're the engine that's making this thing go. I mean, it could literally be anybody at any time, and I think that's what makes them so interesting and that's another storyline to keep an eye on as well leading into tomorrow. They just have so many different guys that can hit. Eight of the nine guys in the starting nine who started this contest drew at least one walk. Multiple of them with two. I mean, that's as yeah. it all. No, and, and what was it against Northwestern in the first game? I think every single one of them had a hit. I yep. think is what you had said. So at least one hit, yep. Every single person has been contributing, and that's what you need to do. When you're a team like Superior coming into a tournament like this, and we knew they were going to be good, they were going to be a tough out. We didn't expect them to go 2-0, though, but they have delivered when they've needed to, and it's it's fun to watch. I mean, it, it really is. I, I, I am excited to see what they bring to the table tomorrow against Crown. This is a team that, honestly, if they're they're the ones that end up hoisting that trophy, I mean, where where does this rank as far as just like uh, surprises, I guess, in recent years as far as like champions? You know what I mean? It's got to be up there near the top. I mean, just what what a run it would be if it gets capped off with that championship tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, you know much better than I do, having played in the conference. But I mean, it's got to be up near the top, if not at the top, for the past I don't know five, six, maybe seven years. We'd have to go back in the history book, but. Yeah, just the way that they're doing it, where we didn't question, at least I didn't, the front line starting pitching, but the fact that you got Flanagan throwing today gives you yeah. way more than you could ever ask for. Same thing I said last night with their performance from the bats. If any Jacket fan was serious before this game and said, yeah, I think Flanagan should be able to give us 
nine strong innings and go the distance and keep this crown offense off balance and only allow six hits. Okay, you're lying to yourself, okay? Coach Oaks and his staff are lying to themselves if they're thinking he's going to do that. Obviously, you have belief in your super senior, as you mentioned, Wyatt, the kid out of Brainerd, but he's not even close to, like, known as a pitcher. He had a huge walk-off bomb earlier this year. We remember he plays a great third base, but today he's doing it in a different way and just whatever they've been asked of, they've responded to their coaching staff. And again, I just got to remind you folks, Coach TJ Oaks is in his first season. And so I always talk about Wyatt. You're probably going to roll your eyes when I say this, but the art of peaking and knowing when to peak yep, and when to play eyes. your best ball. I Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> They're finding a way to do it. On the weekend, they need it most. And again, I have to let you know one more time, folks. They got swept to crown last weekend, were feeling down on themselves, then fell in the first game to Morris, a club who was red hot, and at that point who had won 11 straight. The bell is about to be run as they are down on the mat, and just before the bells run and they tap out, they come up with a win to keep their season alive. And now look where they are. If there's ever been a prime example of, of just get in and anything can happen, it's right here, Wyatt, in this 2022 season with the Yellow Jackets. No, that's a great point. I mean, that's what makes this so much more special is, like you said, I mean, they were one game away from not even being in this position. I mean, and they they, they stepped up, answered the bell, like you said, take down Morris, and now here they are, and a couple days later, they're, they're in the driver's seat to win the conference tournament and go to an NCAA tournament. So, it is really remarkable, and it just goes to show anything can happen on any given day. So my hot takes from that, all things considered, I think Superior, even though we did talk about them and knew they were good, I think they were undervalued all year, almost a little underappreciated and what they had going on. And as far as Crown goes, I think they are who we thought they were basically the entire season, where if they get an opportunity to get a pitch over the plate or they get fastball, stuff like that, they're going to drive them. But when they face off speed down and away, they struggle, and they have a tough time adapting. So Crown is kind of what we thought they were, in my opinion, and Superior, a little bit undervalued or appreciated almost, I feel like, from from everybody else. And I mean, I feel like people knew what they were capable of, but this has finally put everybody on notice and made them realize this team could be something special. Yeah, and I mean, they got so many upperclassmen leaders like, you know, most of these squads do in this UMAC tournament at the end of the year, but they got some underclassmen guys who you look forward to as well in the future. But I mean, it all starts and ends with starting pitching. And as you mentioned, Bryce Flanagan's a super senior. So can't say enough about them. I mean, going back to what we talked about yesterday, Wyatt, I said, you know what? I don't think they can score more than five or six. They're not going to have the same run outburst. They're not going to have the big hitting numbers like they had 17 last night. So I do want to say I wasn't totally wrong there. But you can say, well, Ryan, they did put up nine. They were capable of that. But I would say none of that would have happened if Crown could have found the zone at least a little bit. They only had seven hits. If you say going if, into this game wide, if I tell you Superior has seven hits, what do you think their odds are of beating Crown? Yeah, no, I, I understand. I, I would have said it's it's not going to happen because I expected Crown to put up more than three runs. But if you go down that path too, though, Ryan, I mean, for I instance, if, if they are throwing it across the plate, maybe they get a few more and they do still produce. You yep. know what I mean? It's, it's a lot yep. of what-ifs at that point. Yep. 
I, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong there, but I, hey, I, I, I said they'd win. You know what? I, you I believed right. in them props, enough. <laughs> props to you. I got it wrong. I had crown. You got this one right, and I, you've stuck with them too. I mean, you don't, know, don't worry, Wyatt. There's more games to recap, and there's a spot where you were clearly right. So, uh, and we'll get to that. But well, and I mean, I'm sad about it, but I'm also, you know, like you said, I was right. I, I, I did peg that one, and uh, we'll get into it in a little bit as to why, but. Let's just, I mean, well, actually, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we could get into it right now. Do you have much more to say about Crown and Superior at this point? Because, I mean, like Not I said. Not this game itself, other no, than, yeah, no. looking and forward. I yep. was going to say, and we'll do that maybe at the very end. We'll, we'll break down what we see happening tomorrow. But like I said, Northwestern Bethany, I just I, there's not a whole lot there. Northwestern came ready to hit. I mean, they, they went to Merton and Curtis actually. Bethany did, and and I don't know what did Merton you think? Was about, good. What do you think about good. that? Yeah, why why do you think they pulled them after four innings? It was perplexing if i'm gonna be honest as i pull up the box score there for because they only let two runs and really that's when the game started to slip away after he came out i was surprised to see the pull that early just 83 pitches too i just wanted to check on that so i mean yeah maybe he's getting close to it but you'd think he could get a little more and i guess the whole way it just kind of seems like to me why they were gonna throw brody at some point they kind of had him pegged in and just where's the spot and they felt like you know what, maybe Northwestern was starting to get to him a bit when they were able to put up a pair in the fourth. And you know what, they did bring the bats wide. They eventually put some runs up and pulled away. But this game could have been over sooner with, and the Eagles could have taken a lead sooner. Tons, I was tons of opportunities in the yes, first couple of innings. Yes, it, and it felt like it took forever for them to score. And I know it was only the fourth inning, but yes, tons of traffic on the base paths, and... With the people I'm working with, I'm just saying, like, when are, when are they going to break through? I mean, it felt like forever, and I know people looking from afar are like, you're an idiot. They had 15 hits. They scored 10 runs. They 10 run them in eight innings. How can you say there's anything wrong with that performance? Well, I kept looking at the long-term wide, as we had talked about, and it's now all a mute point, and we'll get to their game against Crown here in a moment. I kept saying, you know what? Can they get to a place where they could think about pulling Owen early so they can get Owen back? That was one of my main focuses in this game. He was in cruise control from the start, only let up one hit, only walked one guy, punched out 15 more. If there was any doubt, Wyatt, if he was going to be the pitcher of the year, I mean, sign sealed delivered. He showed you why he should well, be. I know I they, mean, they already yeah, had to vote like, on for it. For crying yes. out loud. I, I told there you. Was no sh- he there was no question. He got shelled his last two, three times out. He yeah. still was going to win it. I mean, yes. And, and yeah, it's it's ridiculous what he's continued to do, and be interested to see what ends up happening moving into next year, and just what his future could potentially be. Because the Northwoods League this summer. I mean, is he going back to? I the would Moondogs assume he's going to have the opportunity if he wants yeah, to. Yeah, but I mean, there's going to be a lot of teams clamoring for him. Can you sign a guy to a multi-year deal in the Northwoods League? How does this work? I have I no idea. You, I'm asking you, you because I don't you know. You would have a better idea. Than <laughs> no, I, I, I have I, no clue. I don't pay attention to it. But, no, it, it is pretty remarkable what he was able to do. I, I was never really concerned about Northwestern winning this game watching it because it really— Just how soon and how they was. got it done. It, yeah. it honestly was just a matter of time. And quite honestly, it's one of those things where they went up to zero. It was like, do you think Bethany knew the game was over? You know what I mean? Like, how do you yeah. how do you keep going when you know the other guy's just flat out near impossible to hit? So, I don't know. I think that eventually kind of played into it. Similarly, I would say the same thing for this Crown Northwestern game that got over tonight. As soon as Crown jumped ahead and we got to the sixth inning or so, it was kind of like, uh, it kind of seems like the game's over. But we'll get into that here in just a little bit. So, yeah, 
Northwestern gets the job done against Bethany. Overall, I think that, you know, they, they played well in that game. I mean, like you said, the hits did come when they needed to. Eventually, they got their runs. It would have been nice to see it earlier, but nonetheless, they got it done, and they did what they needed to do to advance. So great win on Northwestern's part. Good bounce back. All right. You ready to get into the nightcap here? Yeah. I know there's a lot to get to, so let's do it. (laughs) Here's the thing. The reason I thought it was going to be tough for Northwestern to beat Crown exactly, it played out exactly the way I thought it was going to. You could keep Crown at bay a little bit for depending on who Northwestern threw, but I just felt like they needed a guy like Crab on Saturday to get him in game one with the off speed that he has, keep him off balance, and then you know you get to that winner take all game, anything can happen. Nick Drinken deserves a shout-out, Ryan. He did everything he could for the longest time. Keeping Northwestern in the game, constantly finding ways to put up zeros, keep the damage at a minimum, and the offense just, they couldn't score. And as soon as we got to that... They couldn't get base runners. Yeah, they couldn't even get base runners. By the time we got to the 6th, 7th inning, I kind of, and I even texted one of my brothers who was at the game, and it was 2-0 going into the 7th. I said, I feel like Crown's going to break it open here. And sure enough, they did. I feel like you were the jinx. There it is. I feel like it was just a matter of time before eventually they erupted and got it going. Now, if Northwestern had even scored one run somewhere along the way and it was a one-run game, it maybe was a different story. But by the time we got to that point and the Eagles hadn't scored, it just felt like it was a matter of time before Crown was going to break it open. And then at that point, it's just a snowball that just keeps rolling down the hill, and you know it's too much to overcome. And that's exactly what happened. So. Tough ending for a Northwestern team that overall, I think, when you look back on this, Ryan, it's kind of a disappointment to a certain extent. I mean, with the expectations that they had, it just seemed like they kind of never really hit their stride and did what we thought they were maybe capable of doing. So that's one side of this. And on the other side, Crown, I understand you lost to Superior earlier in the day. They kind of just slayed their dragon, you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. last year they lose to Northwestern four times. This year, sure, you get the one win, but you lose the series. And uh, again, Borma strikes you out 21 times. They just beat them in the playoffs. On their field. The Polars are undefeated against the Eagles in their history. You know that? Yeah, I do know that. How about that? The name change The name change actually paid off, I guess, or something. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, they get it done, and... Uh, I mean, they deserve a lot of credit, and I, I mean, uh, Volk, I, what, what more can you say about him? I mean, that, that, that's an incredible performance, and I don't think either of us would have said if he got the start against Northwestern, he was keeping them to four hits and one run. So how much does he deserve credit versus how much do you put on Northwestern's offense for not being able to find ways to get on base? I mean, you were at the game. I was getting to watch it from afar but you maybe had a different perspective than someone like me. So I don't know. Do you think this is more about him on the mound or more about Northwestern at the plate? I mean, do you want me to do a pie chart? Do you want me to do percentages? What would you prefer? Just your, I mean, whatever's easiest for you to relay the information, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to say, you know, at least a little more so to Aiden Volkspect for how much he had the Eagles off balance, changing speeds throughout the evening. I mean, I don't know how many times I said it, Wyatt, even with the top hitters due up for Northwestern. I just remember a couple swings by Keegan Verko where he's just so fooled. I don't know how else to put it. It's his third, it's his fourth at bat. It's getting late in the game, 
and he's totally thinking fastball, and he's so far out in front, it's not even close. And when he got into a groove, Wyatt, I mean, it was like Scott Baker back in the day for the Minnesota Twins where we're seeing ground ball, ground ball, Ground ball, shortstop, of, of, second base, of, of to first base. Of all the people you could have gone back and referenced, you referenced Scott Baker. Are you hey, serious? Hey, for a short little stretch oh when goodness. he had a cook and he was good. <laughs> when he was healthy for a little stretch uh, in his career, just, he was tied. You really just but... made me feel old. I mean, my Well, goodness. I'd love to say Johan. He's my favorite Twins pitcher in the history of the club, one of my favorite players ever to watch. But when he was on his game wide, it was punch outs. Okay. No, so, you're right. You're right. I had to think of a ground ball twins pitcher. I'm Fair sorry. Enough. I don't, I don't know why that name. Well, popped and, into my and like you said, off balance seemed like Northwestern. They were reaching for a lot of pitches yep. just on the ground. Not barely I, it's, next it's just, to anything. Yeah. No, yep. the, I don't know if it was a confidence thing, what it was. They just, they didn't look right at the plate in that game. And it just seemed like crown the entire time. Once they got the two runs in the third, Trotal works in at bat, is able to get the double, get the two runs in. It just kind of felt like crown was going to take the lead at that point. And they weren't going to give it up. Well, and really, just to go back to Nick, because I totally, totally agree with what you said, where he deserves a big round of applause for what he did. Yeah, I mean, what more Wyatt, do you want I from mean, him? Last month, he was the guy who got beat by Crown. In six innings, he let up six runs. Yeah, he punched out ten, but, I mean, he bounced back like a champ tonight, bounced back after last night not having a great experience in relief against the Jackets. And yeah, eventually they got to him in the seventh, and I understand the final line isn't looking as good as maybe, you know, it sounds like we're talking about, but take that out of there, what he did through six. I mean, allowing two runs where he really only made one mistake. And that marathon at bat, like you're talking about, against Kyle Schrodel in the third inning with a pair in scoring position, he got multiple guys so far in the game to chase on that pitch that falls off the table to the right-hander, and they can't hold up, including Schrodel. Schrodel yeah. made some nice adjustments, drinking left one pitch over he the plate. He left it up too much, yeah. Yep, made him pay for it on a double out to left center, and that's what good hitters do. But other than that, everything you could ask for and then some in six innings of work, and especially from an underclassman in a spot where – you know, I heard, you know, it was a discussion. If they were going to start him or Luddy, I think the Eagles coaching staff looks like they made the right decision from what Drinking gave them. This game is not even close to on the Eagles pitching staff. Not anywhere no. remotely close. Nope, you put up one run uh, against a guy and nothing against Volk. They're number three. It's, it's, yeah, he's a number Look three. Look at his past box scores, so, Wyatt. I mean, this is unbelievable. No one could even say you could sniff this coming in. Not even a hint of it. The guy, Wyatt, this season, going in, the deepest he had gotten into a game is four and a third. And he went the distance... In the biggest game he's probably pitched in his baseball life, you can probably count this wide as the best start we've ever seen from a Crown College formerly Storm, but now a Polar in the history of their program. Yeah, it's the biggest. I would argue it's the biggest win in their program's history. To be completely honest, like yes. I said, they they slayed the dragon, if you will. They're going to the UMAC championship. And uh, it, it, it just it, it's fitting for them to finally, I guess, get over that hump, if you will, especially on Northwestern's own field, too, and just what that is like. Because I remember at Northwestern when we did that to Scholastica, you know what I mean? And we were able to go into their place at Wade Stadium in the conference tournament, knock them out, and just that feeling. Felt and good, it, didn't it? It is. It's incredible. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I would assume this is very similar for Crown in the position that they're in. So I'm sure... 
they're just they're 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 absolutely loving this they're in a position now where if they can win two tomorrow they're going on so yeah no what a performance on his part on the mound and as a team for them to get this win I think it's it's the biggest win in program history there's a lot that could be said about the pollers and what they were able to do in this game yeah I want to get back to them in a moment Wyatt but just quickly turning it back over to Northwestern I mean I think of, you know, last season and what your squad was able to accomplish and not just winning the UMAC, but dominating. I mean, it proves to show how tough it is to do that and how impressive it was for you guys last year and then to do what you did in the NCAAs. And then just including myself, I'm guilty of it, to think this season, okay, you had this many guys coming back. I know they lost yourself and Carl and Simo and some other guys as well who were huge pieces on that squad. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think these losses this weekend, why it can in any way like, you know, validate the thought of, well, Northwestern didn't have enough talent this year to really have what it takes to do this in this kind of a spot. I wouldn't say that at all. Obviously, they won the regular season title. They were the number one seed. And even though we thought they could bow out at some point this weekend to do it in the fashion that they did, where the I mean, the place wanted to erupt, Wyatt. Tons of fans on hand. It was an absolutely picturesque evening from Northwestern St. Paul, as good as I can remember in a long time at Reynolds Field for a perfect night to play ball. Never really had anything to cheer for. The game was close for a while. Drinking was giving him a reason to believe, and he was great. But, I mean, the feeling where it was so dead after such a buildup, I mean, this was a de facto UMAC semifinal, Wyatt. I was thinking back to a Friday night that we had where we had another instant reaction pod just like we're doing now on a complete flop on a Friday night where no one saw it coming, including myself. Do you, do you know what I'm alluding to? An inst- well, it had to have been basketball season, right? I mean, what, what other instant on this reactions pod, have we done? Friday night where the Eagles were favored, they were the home team, and a road team came in and absolutely stunned them from not far away. North Central, you're talking about basketball? Yes, okay. yes it felt similar to me. Like, no, no, not even Crown fans could say this is coming. When we saw Drinken versus Aiden Volks, Excuse me. I want to make sure I get his name right. My apologies. I said well, it a times tonight. It. I was going to say a thousand times, so I hope you got it. Aiden Volkspect. I had it. I don't know why I hesitated. Okay, Wyatt. If we can turn back the clock, let's say let's go back four hours to near first pitch, and I told you, okay, it's drinking versus Aiden Volkspect. Crown's coming off of a tough loss, trying to work back and bounce back. Eagles coming off a game where they put up 10 against Bethany. What score would you say, you think? I mean, ballpark for what you thought this game would end up. Yeah, I mean, I would have said I, I definitely more so where both teams were up maybe around the seven. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Crown's going to get theirs. I mean, it takes an elite pitcher to, like, be on his game. Because, I mean, even Drinking was on his game for six innings. Like you said, he made one mistake. And then once the seventh inning came around, uh, they eventually still got theirs. You know what I mean? So, it yep. just Crown's going to get theirs. I, I can't believe Northwestern only got one run in this game, though. I, I that, that, to me, is what's just so puzzling about this whole thing. Yeah. No, it all has to start and end there. And it wasn't even like where I was saying, you know, earlier today against Bethany where they had traffic on the base pass. That, that was not even at all the case tonight. I mean, Aiden was in such a groove. About the only thing that took him out wide is where he tried to field a ball in a swinging bunt for Isaac Pilon. And he went to play. the ground. Yeah, and tried to one scoop it. I don't know if you had the sound on or not, but during that time, I just said, I think he just cramped up. Because for a second, I'm like, oh, shoot, did he roll an ankle? What did he do? I just think he made such a quick movement that lactic acid is starting to build up in his calf muscles. And then he's just like, oh, I'm fine. And he just hopped back to his feet and stretched it out. 
Well, and I was watching while I could, but I was also working. So again, I, I hate to say I was supposed to be doing a job while I was watching, you hey, know, UMAC baseball. But you have dedication. You don't have to I'm, be sorry to I'm, me. I love it. Well, you know what the score was in this high school baseball game tonight? Seventeen to fifteen. And, oh no! Whoa. And, okay. And yeah, it, it crazy game. This is for a, a, a once we hop off the air, maybe just a quick conversation. But did they have a stream of that too? Were you watching dual streams at once? What was going on? No, like I was there. In oh, you were there. Oh, why, yeah. And, and oh, okay. Like I, I said, I, com- okay, conversation I maybe off <laughs> off the mic. We can get into it. But I, I got a chance to watch a little bit of it. I saw the weird play, and then I kind of looked away for a little bit, so I never saw his initial reaction. But it did look kind of awkward. And yeah, you're right. I mean, that was about the only thing that was going to stop him tonight is if he had to come out of the game for <laughs> yeah. some reason. I mean, he yeah. was he was ready to go, and he was making good pitches. And like you said, he fooled Northwestern all night long. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else I can say about the start other than to continue to beat the dead horse, but nobody could say they saw this coming. He throws 120 pitches, and that's important, Wyatt, that he was able to get it across the finish line because they had to use, you know, we talked about it a little earlier. What was it, three arms? I'm I'm second-guessing myself. Yeah, only three arms they had to use in their game against Superior, and uh, we can get to it in a moment. They don't have a whole lot going into that matchup tomorrow. And again, we will get to that in a moment. But any last thoughts that you have on Northwestern well, so other I was than... going to say, so here's here's the hot takes from this one. Yeah. Northwestern, I hate to say this, but based on what we saw all season, never handled adversity. Anytime they got down, they never really... You know what I mean? Like they, It felt like they just never really had comebacks in them. Or yep. it was almost like they just kind of died or something. I, I, I don't get it. Like they, they never were in a position... Anytime they got down in a game or things got a little interesting, they never were able to like claw their way back. And that showed That's again in this point. game against yep. Crown. And yeah, it, just, it was a weird vibe watching the game and just seeing some of the guys and just the different stuff that was going on. And I, I don't know, it just it, it, it was it was that kind of a year almost for this Eagles team. They just never really had that breakthrough comeback victory or where they rallied. And sometimes if you don't get it early, it just never ends up happening throughout the course of a season. That's kind of what happened. So that's the hot take with Northwestern. They just never handled adversity this year. And when they were faced with it again in this tournament, they just it got them again. And now they're you know they're on their way out. For Crown, like I said, they slayed the dragon, and here we go. They're ready for Superior Championship Saturday. Crown Superior. Let's get into it. Yeah, obviously, it would be an understatement to say that the Jackets are in a good spot with pitching. Obviously, only needing to win one game tomorrow. My first question for you, Wyatt. They're throwing Tappy game one, right? Or well, I mean, are we are we totally going galaxy brain times two with Coach Oaks and he's gonna fool all of us? Excuse me. Go ahead, Coach Oaks. Well, I, 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 I if you were gonna say, I mean, something there. I, I mean, thought I said his name incorrectly for a second. Oh, second okay, I got myself. that. I got it's that. it's late at night. It is Coach TJ Oaks. Yeah, continue. I mean, My apologies. G- give us a little bit of a break, people. <laughs> it's it's we're approaching midnight again. I mean, we're, I've we're... done too much talking today already. So yes. yes, and you're trooping along here. I appreciate. Do you think it. it's Tappy though? That's my question. Tappy you know, game rumor, one. Rumor rumor has it Flanagan's arms feeling pretty good after the performance <laughs> today. They may Stop. just go him all nine again tomorrow. I mean, why not? Right? <laughs> let let. The super they senior. have Harbaugh. That's why I'm saying that. They got another guy. Yeah, but no, I think it's Tappy. Uh, in all seriousness, all it'd be cool if you let the super senior just guide <laughs> you into the tournament. 
Yes, Tappy, and then like you said, they got Harbaugh as well. So probably a combination of those two if it's close in game one. I, I would think if you want to if you want to throw Ryrod for an inning or two, I hear that he's ready to go. <laughs> I see you're laughing right now. If this gets to a game two, Ryan, he's starting. I'm okay. dead serious. He, I'd be he, down for that. He, I like that story. He line. needs to start if this gets to a game two. He's what you you mentioned. He was in high school when you were in high school, wasn't he? Yeah, I don't so, remember what year I was, but yeah. So he, he had a class with me when he was I'm a almost yep. positive he was my grade. So I think this is at least five years now. Oh yeah, he's a super senior. If yep. not, if not six, I, I don't know for sure. But if he wants to throw that second game, let's say Crown comes out and what was Tappy stat line the last time these two teams met? He got it, dinged it, hard. It, it wasn't was good. last Saturday. He let up 13 hits and 10 runs in eight innings. Let's say the same thing happens again. Crown just gets to him, shells him. They're they're killing him in game one. It's a winner-take-all game. You think Rodriguez isn't going to be ready to go? I guarantee you, he's going up to Coach but Oaks and starting, he's saying, give me the starting. ball. Yes. And I I'm bet all, Coach I, Oaks would go hey, to him, too. He's I'm done here it for it, Wyatt. I'm he's just done saying, it before. I'm saying they like Riley Harbaugh, and he's had some good starts this season, including against Northwestern. That's all I'm trying to say is if he starts – and then you have Rodriguez warming up in the pen to come in. If Ryrod starts the de facto championship game with all the chips on the table. He has to. If I have to remind you folks how many pitches he threw in their win against Northwestern last night. Why it's, do I have to remind you? It 147. It doesn't I, mean that much. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm just saying it's still a big storyline. Right. You, it is. Absolutely. You trust your guy. And here's the deal. Like you said, Wyatt. This is it for him. This yeah, is it. I mean, there's no likely. tomorrow. I I, there's, All there's he no... cares about is hoisting the trophy tomorrow, and he'll do whatever he can to get his hands on it. Yes. Period. Yes. No, like I said, he's done this before. I, I don't think there's much of a future for him moving forward. He's a heck of a pitcher, but I, I don't see him, you know, doing much out, outside of Superior at this Whoa, point. Oh, I take. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. Like you said, he wants to win this. It's all about this. And uh, here's the deal Tappy gets shelled, Crown wins that first game. You don't start Rodriguez in game two. I will say this right now. Crown's winning it. They will win. They will win the whole thing. Rodriguez. What if Harbaugh is, pitches three nope, innings and sorry. lets up one run nope. and then they no, they he's can't not, win. He's wow. not no. No, wow. they're not. They're not doing it. That's wow. not gonna happen. If they hit Tappy, they're gonna hit Harbaugh. Nothing against him. You have one chance. You have one guy that can do this. It's Ryan Rodriguez. One final start to leave his legacy. Let's go. Put him on let's, the mound. Let's see what let's, happens. Can we stay down the hypothetical walk for a little bit here? Let's just go a well, little yeah. further. I mean, all of this is going to be, I mean, to fruition here within, you know, 16 hours or whatever it is. Yeah. And well, it's good you're throwing this out there now so I can wrap my head around it. So if we have that happen on the headset, I'm not dumbfounded. All right, where, where do you want to go down the hypothetical so, I just road I just want to go a little further. Let's say this does happen. Let's say they beat around Tappy. They win convincingly game one, and Rodriguez does indeed start game number two. How much realistically do you think he can give them in that game? He's a gamer. The distance, again. Uh, you laugh 18 like innings, it's impossible. 18 innings I, pitched in not. the weekend. It's not. It's not. Okay, but if he goes over 100 again tomorrow and throws anything close to a complete game and they win the ship, I mean, give him all the trophies and awards. All of them. All of them. <laughs> all of them. Just, just anything that you can buy. For this I, weekend. Okay, yeah. I'm not kidding you. I, I, I don't see any other way they do it. They could win game one. 
I, I believe that. If they don't win game one, you have to throw him in game two and you let him go as long as he's pitching well. And Newman's pitching on the other side, short well, rest for and Crown, and it's an all-time okay, matchup so, for all so, the marbles. So we're talking a lot about Superior and what they're going to do. What does Crown do? Like you said, they don't have a whole lot going on. They get to game two. I agree. I think they should throw Newman. Heck, why? We don't even know. Is Newman starting game one? Because I have next well, to no could, clue who argue. starts game one for the Storm. You could storm. argue he's Polars, going to. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pol- the Polar Bears? <laughs> is, is, is that what they are? You, no, Polars. <laughs> you bring up a good point. He very well could start game one. I don't know if it makes more sense to keep him for the winner take all if you get there. Because you know you got to win two games anyway. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. Or if it makes more sense to throw him in game one, I guess. I, I don't know. But I would expect if Crown does win this whole thing, they win two games, we will see Newman at some point. It's just a matter of how much. So do we, by any means necessary, Wyatt, want to somehow see at some point, somehow, Newman and Rodriguez both pitch tomorrow. Well, is you, that what baseball you, fans want? You want to see it, and you want to see them against each other. Like you always love the you know mano a mano, and so you I want those tomorrow. two to enter the rain in the second game tomorrow, and we just say, you know what? Neither one of them are leaving. They, this watch, is just watch. it. They're those determining two, the game. They'll do it, but because they're not having any rest, it's still just going to be an absolute slugfest, and it'll be like fifteen to twelve or something like that. But anyways. No, I, I, for both these teams, if Superior's going to win it, they could win game one and not throw Rodriguez. For Crown, Newman has to pitch at some point. They're, they're not, you know what I mean, they're not going to get through And two speaking games. of another guy where this is it, it's his stinking seventh year in college. He, I have confirmed today, Wyatt, he's a year older than I am. That's so, incredible. I, and, I, and I'm, I'm really, really old. So it is nuts that we got this. For a super senior and then a super senior and then some who could be facing off guys against each other tomorrow. Back. Guys came back for these kinds of moments. Yeah. It did. Absolutely. Yeah, Amen okay. to that. We're, we're spending so much time talking about the pitching. What about the hitting? I mean, Crown has the advantage. I don't care. I you like, know me. I'm pitching. I could care less. Crown has the advantage, but with the way Superior swinging it, I mean, what's to say they're not going to win the first game? I mean, quite honestly, they probably have the better pitcher going, and you could argue their bats are just as hot, if not better, right now. You know, as we look at the FanDuel odds for tomorrow's D3 baseball Ooh, where action, are we at? Where are we at? I'm saying Superior going into this one is minus two and a half right off the bat. Two and a half runs? Yes. Holy cow. That is. What would you put it that, at? That seems really generous. I don't know who Crown's going to throw. Seriously. I have no idea. Who are they going to throw? I don't know. Again, did we expect Aiden... Uh, I'm just going to keep calling him Voke because I, I don't know. But did <laughs> Aiden you, VS, if you want to call that. Did we expect Mr. VS to throw <laughs> a complete game with only four no, hits and one run against no, the but so that's we knew, and we were, talking before, we were talking before the game tonight, me and some other people. We knew he was going to be the guy, though. At least we knew who the guy was. I mean, they can throw another guy in there. I guess what you're saying Here's is whatever. Deal. Ryan, they can throw another guy. They also have Van Dam coming in relief at some point. Yep. So they got that option. They'll have Newman at some point. They can piece this thing together, I feel like. I- I'm not terribly concerned about the pitching standpoint. Unless they just completely flop tomorrow on the mound, it's not going to be the pitching that loses this for them, I don't think. It's going to be really. That's well, what I believe. Can I remind you what happened earlier today against Superior? They walked 12 guys, and that may have lost them the game. I'm just saying. You're right. <laughs> it may have. They have enough to piece it together, is all I'm saying, and put themselves in a position to go win two games. 
their bats are going to have to do what they've expected them to do all season long. And for the most part, what they have done all season long, which is rake and score runs. So I I, I don't. It sounds like you're this. going down swinging with the polar bats. That's what it sounds like to me. No, well, if we're making predictions right now, oh. I think I think Superior is going to walk away with the trophy. Oh wow, wow! More hot takes for Mister Morell. He's well, keeping everyone who you, guessing today. Who are you going to take tomorrow, Ryan? I mean, when are on. you taking? When are you taking Superior to win? That's my question. Are you saying it gets to a game two and we see Ryrod say no one's taking this trophy away from me and Superior wins it? tomorrow evening instead of just, tomorrow afternoon. Just for the sake of it, yeah, that's kind of what I hope happens. Honestly, I kind of hope there is the winner take all and we see that scenario play out just for the drama and the suspense and everything building up to it. It's not going to shock me if Superior wins the first game, but the way they're playing right now, the fact that they just handed it to Crown earlier today, something tells me I just I can't envision Crown winning two games in a row tomorrow against this Yellow Jackets team with the way they're playing. It's so much more than the pitching. I mean, like I said, the bats for Superior are up there at the very best of the conference right now. They've been so hot. The gloves, too. Don't forget about the defense today. Jordan Trimble racing in, diving to make the grab out and left. The Rhodes brothers on the left side of the infield flashing the leather left and right. Ben and Johnny. Don't forget about the defense. Well, I'm glad you you're rolling that your stuff eyes. up because I, I didn't watch much of the game, so I have no idea what you're talking about. So I'm glad you can paint a picture for me. But no, I mean, everything is working well at the right time. They're extremely well coached, as you know. I mean, what yeah. a hire for Superior, regardless of the outcome tomorrow. Hey, Chancellor, President, whatever they got at the Stamp Jackets. Stamp of approval. Uh, they're patting themselves on the back this weekend. I mean, stamp, that's for sure. <laughs> stamp of approval from the unlike any other the UMAC podcast. I mean, that's, that's not, not until an easy today thing have to get. we said it was the right hire. You and I were questioning why, <laughs> with the names out there who are available, was it really the right hire? Today, officially, you and I have said they made the right choice. Yeah, I mean, this confirmed it. I mean, there were some questions that were going around, some rumors, but this this definitely confirmed it. No, so I, so going back to what I asked, are you saying when does Superior get it done? Game one or game two? You're predicting? I think it will be game two. I, I think Crown wins in game one, and then I think Superior wins a close one in game two, and, and and does raise that trophy again for the reasons I mentioned. I just have a tough time seeing Crown win back to back games against this Yellow Jackets team. They have enough pitching to piece it together, but like you said, there's some concerns with the fact that they walked 12 guys today. And Superior still is in a better spot for two games tomorrow rather than Crown. So, yeah, I, I think the Yellow Jackets get it done in two and would not be surprised if it's one. I kind of hope it's two just for the drama. Like I said, I, I want to see that winner-take-all game. Either way, Ryan, when you look at this for both these programs, one of them is taking a monumental step tomorrow. and Massive and, opportunity. And you got to be happy regardless for all of those seniors on the winning team. You know what I mean? If it's the yes. crown, crown guys, all those guys that, you know, put a ton of work in, a lot of them came back for this kind of thing, like I mentioned. And same for Superior. They got super seniors. A lot of guys that have played for a long time. They're back in a position where they could make history. Regardless of who wins tomorrow, those guys have put a ton of work in for whichever team it is, and you can't help but be happy for them. You know what I mean? Not many kids running around Reynolds Field tomorrow. There's grown men, there's facial hair, there's life happening <laughs> on the diamond tomorrow, and that is what the UMAC is all about, if they could create a slogan, which and, I know they already well, have one, but if they want another one. 
And unfortunately, as I, you know, always, well, you, so you, you had me finish a sentence from one of our guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Earlier on. You're going to put me on you, the spot now? No, no, no. I, I don't oh, know. Oh, you're I don't not going to test me? I don't okay. know how to phrase it so like you could finish it. But you know what he always says? He'll go through a long explanation. And then at the very end, he always says, this is the dark side of March. One <laughs> yeah. of those teams is going to lose tomorrow. And it's going to be the heartbreaking for those guys. Yep. That is the dark side of the UMAC baseball tournament. We saw it tonight with Northwestern and we saw it earlier today with Bethany. You know, everything worth attaining, though, as I've told you before, Wyatt, is going to leave your heart open to be broken. Okay? May not wow, be broken. that was good. But you're leaving your heart out there to be broken you've, when you're you've, trying to attain something You've never once told me that, though. Why? why, why Have you, I? No. I, you, I don't remember all the things you, I tell you, you or you started, I'm just, I'm just talking that, to like, no one. I don't know. <laughs> common saying. I've never heard you say it. It was good, though. It was good. I appreciate that. Okay, here you you want my prediction yeah, for tomorrow? Yeah, I was just saying, do you think uh, you have to take Superior? I feel like you've been with them. You were I've spot been riding on. them. You were spot on with them too today. They they were all over them. You had it pegged. You can't imagine Crown beating them twice, can you? You can't go against the Yellow Jackets. I think they get it done. I think Tappy has some redemption, but I think he only gets through six, and the game is hanging in the balance. Okay, and so you think and they much bring him like. Bruce Bochy going to Madison Bumgarner in oh, a game to win the World Series on the road. Coach Oaks nods to his right. Ryrod comes in, gets the final three innings, and Superior wins a classic so, in game number one. You just brought up a very interesting point we should spend a couple minutes on. What does the situation need to be for them to bring him in in game one? You know what I mean? Knowing that they could potentially have a game two. Like at worst they're, you're tied, they're, you can't be trailing. You I was don't say, put him in if you're behind. Yeah, there's no chance they put him in if he's behind. But if they're ahead by one, two runs, he's in. What if they're up by a few more than that? You still wait on him, keep him out? If they're up by three, let's say, and Tappy's gassed and maybe Crown's getting to him a little bit and you need two or three from Ryrod, put the guy in there. Sure. You wouldn't go to Harbaugh You try to first. shut the door. Well, and that's our that's our whole bit. I, I don't. I'm not going to knock him either. I think they still believe in that kid, but especially if they get to the seventh or eighth, I think in that spot, Wyatt, you're saying we're going to try to finish it with Ryrod, and if not, we're going with a fresh Harbaugh in the next game. Sure. I just don't but think you, you want I really don't think you want to be in a position where you don't have Rodriguez. If you put Ryrod in, you're you saying have to finish it. <laughs> we are shutting the door now. Yes. Or and we have screwed. to. Yes. Yep. If, if they go into game two without him tomorrow, they miss an opportunity with him throwing in game one. Let's say something happens. I don't see how they're going to be able to win it. So I think you got to be really careful with how you Do you think Coach that. Oaks, though, has the courage wide? After all the right moves he's played, after pulling all the right strengths, let's say they're up one going into the eighth and he goes to Rodriguez. Do you think he has the courage to do that? All I know is Coach Oaks is kind of my man at this point because he does not read into the analytics, clearly. I mean, the dude threw 147 really? pitches the other night. If this was, You're was telling playing, me we got a young manager, but he's nothing like Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays? I was is that say, what you're that's saying? That's exactly what I was going to allude to. I mean, if, he, if if Rodriguez was on the Rays, he would have been out in the fifth inning <laughs> after he walked a guy or something. So it's, it's good to see that there's some people in baseball that don't buy into that crap and trust their, their studs and roll with them. So, yeah. Yes, he has the courage to do it. I just, again, you got to be really careful with that whole situation because if something were to go wrong and you lose and he can't really do much in game two then at that point, 
I you're you're kind of done. You're kicking for. yourself. I mean, you're yeah, kicking I, yourself. It's oh, going to yeah. be really tough to overcome all of that adversity okay. with the way Crown is going to be feeling. So you're the old ball coach, Wyatt. Put yourself in his shoes. Tappy works through seven, but he's kind of been deemed the last two innings, let's say. But the Jackets are up 5-4. Are you not putting Rodriguez in, but let's say you have to pull Tappy. He says, I'm done after seven. What are you going to so- Harbaugh to keep that ace in your back pocket? 5-4 going into the eighth inning. Yep. It would depend on up. see, and it, it kind of depends on where Crown is in the lineup too. Almost, you know what I mean? There's so Crown many. Crown sending two, three, four to the plate of the oh eighth, and they're gosh. down one. Oh my gosh, that's scary. <laughs> that's tough. Um, I I would probably roll with Rodriguez. Quite honestly, I would. Okay, so you would still do it. Okay. I'm I'm okay doing. It. I'm just saying, if you do and it goes bad, then you have to live with that. I'm not saying it's the wrong thing to do. But you you're saying it's careful. that important. If you have the chance, if you have a chance to, to seal out, the sucker close it out. late yes. in the game, yes, you have total tunnel vision in that moment. Because what's the difference between? trying to have Rodriguez go full nine in game two and trust him and not trust him in a situation to keep a one-run lead going into the last two innings. You know what I mean? Like, you got you, you got to trust him at some point. Why not do yep. it in game one and live with the results there? And plus, sure. plus he would only have to do he, – he's more likely to be successful short-term than long-term because of how many pitches he threw the other day. Yes, then he can totally let loose. He doesn't have to pace himself, but – Who's to say why in this scenario he comes in the last two innings, he lets up two, and Kyle Schroeder robs a home run in the ninth and Crown somehow hangs on, but then Harbaugh hey, starts Newman, the next game. Newman told he him goes he had to six. rob one. So. <laughs> that's, that's a great point. I'm waiting for that. He made a nice catch to end the game, running it down on a well-hit Garen Safranic ball to end the game. I tonight, heard about that, actually, yeah. He did? Oh, okay, good. Um, so <laughs> Anyway, as I was saying, who's to say he pitches the end of game number one? It doesn't go well. They don't win, but then Harbaugh pitches – Five, and then they get someone else to throw <laughs> three innings, back and in. then Rodriguez pitches <laughs> oh, one in game goodness. two. I mean, it could happen. I mean, we're we're going over all these scenarios. One of these teams could also win a game by ten runs tomorrow, and then all of a sudden, you know what I mean? We build this up. I mean, more than likely, it never works out this way. Okay, so you scoffed at the line a little bit, and that's okay. But I, I gave Superior, I would put them, based on what I know, night before on FanDuel, I'm saying... Minus two and a half. Why FanDuel? Uh, uh, I'm just curious. you more of a DraftKings guy? What, I, I like DraftKings. I mean, I, I don't know. Why, okay. why, why FanDuel? I, that's just curious. what popped into my head. I what, have no allegiance two, to either side. Two and a half to me seems a little... I, I would say one and a half is the most you okay. can do. Okay. A, at most. Okay. I, I think it's a little disrespectful. If you're the Jackets, are you kicking yourselves and saying we met... Excuse me, let me restart. Are you kicking yourself saying we let a huge opportunity go by the wayside if you're playing game two? Like, uh, not, obviously, not you got you to move on and focus on that one. It depends one, but on what happens throughout the course of the first game. I mean, like... Let's say they lose a, a heartbreaker. Team. They lose 4-3... to three. On a crown walk-off. I mean, yeah, then obviously you would be kicking yourself, saying we had a chance to close it out, and now we have to try and go do it again in a winner-take-all. Obviously, you'd be kicking yourself a little bit there and saying we kind of okay. They lose, they away. lose five to two, and it was never close. If it's never close, then I mean, what is there to kick yourself about? You got beat. I mean, there's deal. no it's tears, not like, no need not, for tissues. Let's just move on. It's not like you had an opportunity to win the game per se, like late. You know what I mean? You just you got beat, and there's a difference between getting beat and having a chance to win it and then losing the game. 
Yeah, I'll stop throwing hypotheticals at you, at least for the moment. Well, no more well very quickly, as we wrap this one up on Crown yep. side of things, we talk about all the hypotheticals with Newman. What do you do with him? Do you bring him in in game one in relief? Let's say he doesn't start, and they have a chance to close it out. Do you go him? Do you go Van Dam? I mean, what, what do you do there? How do you manage that? I'm almost more inclined on their end, like you alluded to earlier, especially if you're ahead and you think you can somehow piece it together. I think the only way you really feel like you have to go to him is if things go south at some point and you're maybe tied at the best, but I'm more so thinking you're down a few and you just got to keep the game close. Because otherwise, again, there's no way working around it. We talk about all these scenarios are more complicated for Superior, really, why? Because they don't need to play two, but they could play two. Crown needs to win two. And so by any means necessary, are you saying we want Newman to start that game in the de facto winner-take-all all the marbles are on the table to snatch up. We need Newman to start that game. All I know is you have to win game one to get to game two. So if you're in a position where you're only up one or two runs late in the game, you almost have to go to him. You know what I mean? Superior situation is different because you don't necessarily have to win that game. Brown yep. has to win that game. So That's a good point. If it's only an inning or two, then two. I mean, Newman would tell you, I don't care that I threw 30 pitches here. Coach, I'm ready to start the next game. When does it start? Let's go. Yeah, so so for me, it's a completely different scenario than the one Superior will be in. I think that you go either him or Van Dam, whichever one they're more comfortable with. Maybe both of them. It depends on how much they get out of whoever starts tomorrow. And maybe Newman does start game one. We just don't know. But, yes, he, he's ready to go, basically, in my opinion, at any time tomorrow, based on the circumstances. You don't have to save him. You don't have to do anything. If you need him, you're bringing him in. I mean, honestly, this could sound ridiculous, but for Crown, could we see Tyler Van Seis tomorrow? I knew he threw today, but Potentially, he only threw four, like, and he us... only threw 88. He's got to have a couple innings in him. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, just, just piece it together. There's enough there. You're not going to see any of those guys for like an extra. The, the only one, in my opinion, that could go the distance in a situation or that I would see them like try and have go the distance would be Newman, just because he's your staff ace. He's been there all year, seventh year in college. I mean, the guy the guy is going to give it his all at this point. This is it. This is yep. the last hurrah. He and Rodriguez, literally from what we're saying, are willing to have their arms not attached we won't correctly speak. We by won't the end of the day. We won't speak for them. I mean, we're not going to speak for them, but yes. That's I mean, the sarcasm again, folks. Okay, don't take me so seriously. I care about these kids' long-term health. Okay, don't get me wrong. Okay, continue. Newman's the only one of the guys that have pitched so far for Crown that goes like a complete game or anything close to it, in my opinion. And like a guy like Van Seis and just different people like that that could piece in and come in, they could go a few innings, but I don't see him doing much more than that, I guess. If we get what you're alluding to and how many times you said complete game and we go to a final and deciding game seven of the tournament – and we get Rodriguez and Newman to each throw nine, and it's like a one to nothing game. My head may explode. I mean, how that's not possible. Like I'm saying all these things. There's no way ever that because they're pitching the last game and they go the distance means it's a pitcher duel, right? I mean, there's no chance. There's are no chance. you are are you gonna have like a Gus Johnson kind of like atmosphere on this? This is call baseball. Tomorrow? Here's the problem why I this mean... is not up and down the floor in a packed gym in the Big East. This is not. Buckeye Stadium 
on a fall Saturday, this is D3 collegiate baseball where things aren't moving as quickly. That's you that's the only problem. you got to find a way to bring the energy, though. I do bring the energy. To the baseball field. Tell me, when you were listening today, did you ever say, you know what, Ryan doesn't have energy? Well, here's Because if you do, thing, then that's a problem. I, it's a problem. I didn't, I didn't have a chance to really listen much because, And that's you know, what I thought. Okay, good. I was so you always, can't tell me I, was you can't tell working, me I didn't have so, it. Good. No, I, okay, I have good. no idea if you had it. I can listen back if you want me to, and then I'll get back to you on Critique that, but, me, please. I'm always looking for critiques. Honestly. I listened to DP a little bit uh, and Coach Call when they were doing day one. They're entertaining, and, yeah. And they're, they're entertaining. I mean, yeah. I mean, they, 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 give it, they give it their all. I mean, there's no question about that. So... Uh, I, I, I didn't get a chance to listen to you. I'll try and listen tomorrow. I'm not offended. Don't worry. I'm not offended. I've, I've done enough games with you that, uh, that yeah. I know, I know you're going to yes. do a good job, Ryan. Come oh, on. I have, I appreciate that. All right. Do you have anything else in closing here? Sounds like we're both nope. on the yellow jackets train. Raise you got him in game two. I got him in game one. I, and like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they win game one. I just want the suspense and drama in game two. I think yes. it would just be so much more fun. We're paid to make predictions. We're making predictions. Okay, folks? You're taking all that money, then I, I take it? I haven't seen a dime of, of this money. Really? You didn't saying. know about this? All right, well, we this, got a sponsor is a, this is or something? a production meeting. Maybe in the future. I mean, Wyatt, this has gained some good traction, and who knows? I don't know what the future holds. Do you like, I don't know. Do you, like, head over to the Patreon page or something without me when, when we get done recording and then make some extra money or something that I need to be aware of? We have joked about that. There is some possible content to make for a Patreon at the end of these seasons for basketball, all the stuff that we left on the cutting room floor. We're going to pick it up, and we're going to piece it together for a Patreon. Could we do the same thing for baseball? I don't know, folks. UAO, the UMAC at gmail.com if you're interested in that. I mean, who's to say no? Well, yeah. It's I mean, past I mean, midnight no, on a so. Friday night. Friday the 13th, weird things happen. Thankfully, Friday the 13th is over, Wyatt. I know hey, you quick, were worried. I know I was worried that, that something was going to no, happen. No, no, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> quick, quick question. I've heard people say, like, because, you know, I've always heard Friday the 13th is a bad thing, right? Yeah, I've heard some people today try and act like it's a lucky thing, or they—they, they, I don't know if they've just been doing that because you know that makes them feel better about themselves or something. Have you ever heard that? You get lucky how? Just just random things. I don't know. Like they just say specific? lucky Friday the thirteenth, or like it's, I've heard it's, it more so the other way, where bad things can well, happen. Well, yes, and, that's and all just, I've heard. Just it. just stay at home and don't go anywhere. <laughs> I was just curious if you've ever heard that because I heard it a couple times today. I was, I was just like, saying I'm thankful that it was a great day. It was good to be back at the ballpark, get out in public, and now we've made it past Friday the 13th, so I'm relieved. That's all I'm saying. Hey, that's good to hear. All right, we'll uh, be back with another one uh, after the championship. We'll have to figure out. It may not be right after it's all yeah. said and done. we we got to work that out a little bit. But we'll let you know. We'll keep you posted on that. Any closing thoughts here, Ryan? I'm good. I mean, you, you take us nope. home. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. As always, the plugs. Hey, if, if you got questions for us for the next time we record or any feedback about the pod, you know where to send it. UAO, the UMAC at gmail.com, or you can slide into those DMs. They are open on Twitter. We are at UAO, the UMAC, or just search unlike any other, the UMAC. What a ride it's been. What a day we just completed. Just how we all drew it up. The host team is done. The number four seed in the driver's seat. Can the Jackets finish the deal, seal it, and put a stamp on an outstanding finish to the 2022 campaign? Or can Crown complete what has already been a program best season 
with a big cherry on top by finding a way to win two tomorrow. We can't wait to find out, and the next time you hear us talking, we're going to break down everything that happened on Saturday the 14th from Reynolds Field, right here on Unlike Any Other, the UMAC.